Hey guys, this is Robert Gardner Wellness with the Robert Gardner Wellness Podcast. I'm here with Julie Romero, a massage therapist in Wilmington, North Carolina. Is that it? That is correct. That is correct. Good. If you want to uh, watch the podcast, it's full form. That's on YouTube. We're also on Anchor, Spotify, uh, probably Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. So feel free to uh, check us out and continue listening. So Julie, again, tell me a little bit about yourself and what you do. I'm a retired school teacher. So after teaching high schoolers for 17 years, I decided to run away to the beach and become a massage therapist. So <laughs> only five years into the career, and I absolutely love what I do. I'm, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. But when I started watching some of your videos, I thought, I think I'm supposed to be him. So you're, you're basically my spirit animal. And, and I want to incorporate more of, of what it is that you've got into, into the services I provide to my clients. Cool. What was it that you, you saw? You, you mentioned that because you saw some video. I'm assuming, was it on YouTube or Facebook? It was probably YouTube. Okay. Yeah. And what I, what I saw was a therapist who seemed to be much more in tune with his practice, much more in tune with his own body and his own you know, body awareness. I, I feel like I have terrible body mechanics. And at 52 and a half, I'm, I'm concerned about my hands and my fingers and my wrists and all of that. And so that was, that was the initial grab for me. Yeah. I, I only spend so much time arguing with people on Facebook groups because I, I had my time with it. And one of the things that I feel very strongly about is massage therapists essentially have hands and then they have forearm and elbow. And then the rest of their body just is kind of there, even if they have good foundation like footing. To change the practice to mat-based, and the reason I wanted to do that was it gave me access to my legs and feet and knees. So I've taken to saying things like your knee are elbows on steroids. Your tibialis anterior and your shin is a forearm on steroids to try to get the therapist to understand because it's very, they're in a cultural box and they don't see it. And I'm trying to break them out of that, but it's kind of like they're fluent in English and I'm teaching them Arabic. And they go, oh my God, the script is backwards. Like it goes from right to left. This is crazy. But there are distinct differences. And then in some ways, I think distinct advantages to the way that I'm trying to deliver uh, the service to clients. And then in teaching that to students, I just continued to make video. I, I just felt like to normalize it, they have to see it again and again and again. Yeah. And, and that volume of content, I think, uh, is very, it's been very impactful for me. You know, what, one thing, another thing that, that drew me to your work, and it, it's not because anybody taught me in school. In fact, they distinctly didn't teach me in school, but, but I do a lot of the, the jostle and compress that you do. And it's something that I've, I've just started doing instinctually if that makes sense yeah. and then i'm watching you do stuff and i'm like oh i do that and i just thought that was something julie did even even before the massage begins on the table and i've never done any floor-based work yet but even before the massage begins i'm always kind of off put when i lay down on a table and i'm covered up with a blanket and the therapist comes in and immediately drapes me and, and starts working on my back i do this whole protocol around the body that takes about four or five minutes jostling and some stretching and some compressing just number one so that the client can feel my hands head to toe so that I can get the landscape of their body head to toe and so that they can check in, get out of their head and get into their body. And so I, I talk them through, you know, if, if anything's speaking to you and it says anything worth repeating, let me know. But I do a lot of, especially my glute work is a lot of jostle and compress. And again, I thought that was just some goofy thing that I did, but I'm seeing it mirrored in, in what you're doing, which is, you know, fact-based and evidence-based. And so it makes me excited. I feel, I feel like I'm, I'm prepped for this yeah. stuff. I'm I mean, open to the, the evidence-based part. I'm not struggling, but I'm challenged to update curriculum and make it double blind research verified backed. There's limited research on manual therapies and I'm trying to essentially what it is, is it's not like I started with double blind research and then created the practice. I just did what worked 
And mm -hmm. I, so how, how'd that feel? Like I, I spent, you know, 12 years talking to clients like that, like, how's this? And they go, oh, I'm like, there. <laughs> then it was trying to figure out, okay, now what does the research say? Like, why does that work? The biggest influence on the way I looked at that was Walt Fritz. And I've had a lot of run-ins with educators who they don't like my attitude or the way I dress or whatever. And Walt was really interesting because in his style, he's almost diametrically opposed. I come in with Thai fisherman pants and an easy ET shirt and barefoot and like, get on this mat. Walt, Walt comes in, he's bald, you know, Northeastern. I think he lives in upstate New York. Nice khakis and a button-down shirt. He's very like, you know, no, I don't want to say prim and proper, but he just has a very different style. But Walt would have conversations with me. And he's like, Robert, people think we teach or do very different things and we don't. He's like, it's relatively the same. And Walt is certainly, I think as a physical therapist, he knows more than I do. And he certainly knows more about the research. But mm -hmm. the main thing that we connected on was the client focused component of the work. And then also this ongoing desire to update it according to the research. So we knew that the stuff worked, but then it was like trying to explain why. Like, what is that? And for some therapists, I've noticed somebody wrote, they, they said something about the, the shoulder or they, they work somebody's shoulder and the person feels it like down in their knee or something. And, and somebody is like, why? And I go, it's probably related to nerves. <laughs> and it sounds like I'm just being a smart ass, but <laughs> guys, the nervous system is the yeah. primary, like, we're working on living beings, not like yeah. clay that we shape and mold. So mm -hmm. trying to make the practice evidence-based and science-based and science-affirming, approving, the, the ongoing question mark, hmm, why does that work? Like, I, I get a lot of questions about rocking, for instance, and I don't know how much research has been done on rocking and, like, what it does in people's nervous systems. But rocking really became the sort of effleurage in my practice. When somebody was tight and I knew I couldn't just lean in compress. Right. Like their glutes are tight, or like you mentioned. And I would just mm -hmm. start to like take their hip and rock them. And then eventually they'd, oh, that, that, that feels nice. <laughs> mm -hmm. So... On the one hand, I don't feel like I do anything special. And on the other hand, I get really great feedback from clients. And then the students who do it, especially the students, they're just like, dude, what is this is crazy. I've never had anything like this. And I keep wondering over the years, like, what are people doing in their practice? Like, what are they actually doing when they interact with clients? Because I, yeah. I forget. They're like, well, I work on a table. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't even have one. <laughs> <laughs> I the, the jostling, the rocking, somebody said to me, Julie, it's like, you know when you have a necklace, a chain, and it's all tangled up? Like, you, you can't. It, it, what I do when I have a necklace that's all jangled up together is I kind of shake it. You know, you sort of loosely shake it to just to open things up. And that's what I feel like I'm doing to people, especially through the hips, hip flexors and the glutes. Just kind of that rocking and shaking is kind of unjangling and starts an unwinding that, you know, the, the client might be expecting a hard dig with my elbow. But instead they get this and it kind of almost tricks their central nervous system and uh, yeah. okay, it's all good. And, you know, gets them to a place where they can then begin to accept that, that deeper work. I do it with legs. I, I do. Yeah. I mean, I'm, again, and I don't know where I picked that up. I, I hadn't seen your work yet, but I've been doing it's that for feeling. a while. Yeah. It's yeah. just, it's just, <clears throat> it's just feeling like on the one yeah. hand, I think like, I wonder sometimes how do I, how did I make a business teaching this when I'm like, dude, just move the person around and press on stuff. <laughs> that, that's what I feel like I fundamentally teach. And it's like, Robert, but that's like, saying Van Gogh just took paint and slapped it on a canvas. It's like, no, 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 no. There was 
color, there was texture, there was technique, there was application, there was shaping, there was like, you know, vi- vision, like there was all this stuff. Like you, it was just yeah. painting. Right. It's just a massage, you know. But there is a sort of artistry and short of being able to work with you in person to be able to actually have you feel it, video was the closest I could get to putting the information out and letting students continue to learn. And I kept, just like we just did, like just before we started recording this, I like pressed the wrong button. I literally just like, Robert, <laughs> you got to press record, bro. <laughs> right. But you so, probably won't make that mistake again. Right. Well, and and that's the, the thing. Like I, I did two of these recently. I think they were like an hour and a half. And I just, I did something wrong with the audio settings and it didn't record my voice at all. So I've got a great video. And if I could read lips, I could probably figure out what I was saying, but you can't hear it at all. So it's like, okay. So on the one hand, you go, oh, oh, I lost three hours worth of, I'm like, dude, there's 600 hours in your vault. Like you're not running at a shortage, like just make it better and keep going. And that make it better and keep going is the same thing with the body work. It was always like, how do I improve client care? How do I help them with chronic pain problems? And how do I do it in a way that's as easy on my body as possible? And it feels weird because it gets easier and easier over time. And then uh, students, particularly Kristen Lumsden uh, here in Austin, Kristen works with me and it's funny because like now massage therapists are kind of going to her. And, Is like, Kristen the one that, that's been putting out some, some videos yeah. recently with full sessions? Yeah. I really appreciate her work yeah. and being able, to, being able to see, you know, I know you probably hear it all the time. People are like, well, you know, give me protocol, give me the, the lineup and where do I start and where do I end? And, and I, I want that too. I yeah. want you to show me a routine. And, and I know the reality of it is it's something that I need to, you know, I need to take, take your words and I need to take the visuals and I need to just do it. And I need to find Julie's way and Julie's progression. The um, hardest thing is, is to break it down. Therapists yeah. are going to Kristen now. Uh-huh. Which I mean, Kristen is happy about because she's getting more clients and her business sure. is growing. Like she's horribly excited. And then it's like she kind of comes to me and she's like, "But I don't, I don't understand." Like they're coming to like she's like, "Did you take Robert's intro tie class? Yes. Did you take Robert's table tie class? Yes. Are you on Robert's subscription service? Eh. Did you go to the time massage gym? Eh. And basically, she starts going. Here's what I did. I did what Robert told me. <laughs> yeah. And, but there's a proof of concept, I think. When when you do it and she does it and other students do it and Jason Stiegel does it and, you know, then it's like it starts to be proof of concept. Right now it's just some weird guy on camera with some, you know, acne or whatever. Like it's not it's not something people believe until it gets to a certain point. Does it make sense? Absolutely, yeah. Because yeah. mat-based yeah. practice, and I tell students this, less than 1% of our marketplace is mat-based. I teach less than 1% of this 1%. Mm-hmm. That's what we're dealing with. We have no market saturation at all. If, if, we, yeah. if we made the highest quality video and scaled it out to everybody on planet Earth, most people would go, what the hell is this? <laughs> Yeah. Well, I'm hoping to change that. I, I know that there are not, I have not been able to find a lot of folks here in Wilmington that do map-based work. And I also want to share with you that I'm kind of an overachiever in the sense that having started this career so late, I feel like I need to do everything, you know, harder, faster, stronger than other people. I feel like the learning curve, you know, I just, I don't have that much, I don't have as much time as, as a younger person might getting into this. And mm-hmm. so I'm sorry. How old are you? Again? How old? Yeah, I'll be 53 in July. Okay, Ten, I'm 43, I'm, so I think you got plenty of time, but that's just me. I'm, I'm hoping, but my, my point is that I feel like I've done everything more accelerated. You know, I did a, a six-month program at a horrible institution here in Wilmington. I'm not proud of that, but as a former teacher, I also know that my education is on me. And so I feel like most of what I learned, I sought out myself, and, and I'm a damn good therapist. I had my own business after six months. I've got my LLC. I've got a great little situation here. I just feel like I do everything a little bit faster than, than your average bear. So that being said, like I'm ready to go to the mat. 
I bought a mat. I bought a nice like 50 something by 60 something mat with a beautiful cover. And I'm so excited. And I know I can't just jump into the deep end. So I guess I also want some, some, I want you to, to guide me in terms of, I need to get the, the tie table down before I go to the floor or not in so some much. Ways, in, in some ways, I think so. Let's, let's talk about that for a second. And okay. this, this comes up regularly. I have, mm-hmm. I, so, okay. Massage therapists think of themselves like their sense of status comes from, in some ways, their equipment. Yeah. And I come in and go, get rid of that table. That, that, was, that was 2020. We're done with that now. That's very off-putting. And what I've realized over time is the way that I get the students to the mat most easily, consistently, is to just start where they are on a table. I'm not fighting table work. People write me and they go, hey, your subscription service, does it have tape? I'm like, listen, there are 12 copies of my entire table tie class at least 12 times over in that vault. You can see every stroke, every curse, every this, every that. You know, every time I was calm, every time I was frustrated, every time I had too much coffee and talked too rapidly. (laughs) I take the students where they are and then help them build the mat-based practice. They don't quite see it. And, and what I noticed was I continued teaching table tie and intro tie and table tie, the two classes that we did. We did the live stream last month for table tie or the last two months. And then right now we just started intro tie, which is the mat class. They're the two foundational courses. Table tie was the one I didn't originally want to write because I was trying to, I was trying to get the therapist to the mat. I didn't, I wasn't interested in the table. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's like, no, that's limiting. No, we don't understand. But I was like, hold on, hold on. I worked at a chiropractor's office. I did table tie. Table tie massage is what allowed me to transition somebody in. So I was like, they want it. They're asking for it. You're a teacher. Buck it up and teach them. And I wrote a, a sequence. It was my second workbook. I did intro tie first. what I noticed as I continued teaching the class was I kept breaking it open. One of the things I've done with time massage is frankly just destroyed it. I just adapted it to a Western culture, adapted it to Western massage therapists, adapted it to Western body mechanics, adapted it to Western marketing. Like how do we get this to work? And what happened was it became less and less and less culturally Thai. And when I would teach that table tie class, the first day, the second half of the first day, the students would start getting on the table. Now, I didn't tell them to, but when they start moving people around and they're looking for more compressive pressure, they go, oh, and they start getting on the table. So let's say I had 10 10 tables in class, 20 students. One third of the class started getting on the table and I would walk around the class and go, you're doing mat work. You're doing (laughs) mat work. You're doing mat work. And they went, oh, and I'm like, but the problem is your sky mat is way too small. Right. We need We need a bigger mat down. And then they would get it. But it's just like the clients. If you put time massage on your menu of services, eh, what is that? Right. But if you just put it in your table session and give them some, what I always did, and I will, I will say this repeatedly. One of the things as an educator you have to do is get comfortable repeating yourself. The way that you build a time massage practice, if you're a Western massage therapist and you work on a table, isn't to put time massage on your menu of services. It isn't even to get a mat and make sure you work on a mat and practice. Yeah, yeah, you want to, but start on the table and tell the client, Hey, John, listen, I want you to take off your shoes, and if they have upper back and neck pain particularly, you say, I want you to take off your shoes and lay down on the table just like you are. You have problems on your right side, John? They go, yeah. I want you to put your right side up, lay down on your left side. Do the table tie the way I teach it. They're completely closed on. You haven't dealt with drape. You haven't even wasted any time leaving the room so the person can undress. You go right into it. Work on him for 10 minutes. They go, John, do you want to keep doing what we're doing? Or do you want to undress for the deep tissue? In my experience working at a chiropractor's office, 
90% of the clients went, no, this, this is really good. Then I would essentially do an hour table tie session, 30 minutes or an hour on their problem area. And then when it was done, they go, dude, what was that? I've never had anything like that. And I'd say, that's Thai massage. And then they wanted it. They would go up front and go, the, the, the dude, whatever, whoever the dude is, right. just, just can <laughs> I book him that... again? That stretchy stuff was amazing, or whatever they would say. <laughs> that is how you build it. That is how you take them from where you are on a table where you go, hey, listen, John, we've done this twice. You like this? And and then they're like, yeah, I love this. Like, listen, I want to work with you on a mat. It gives me more options, and it's easy. It's very and they, that 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 micro experience. So that it, it's almost like it's their idea. It wasn't that I said, hey, would you like to try this? Yeah. I I totally get that. And yeah. I like I love that. And approach. that's that's the way it is. I don't fight the table. It's it's not. I will continue ten years from now. It is twenty twenty one. In 2031, whew, man, what happened? <laughs> in 2031, I will probably still be teaching table. It, the The work expands when you get to the mat because you have more access to your legs and feet. But it, it's not that I'm opposed to the table. I'm just trying to explain to the therapist, listen, I'm in an industry full of boxers. You have a jab and an uppercut. Yeah. I'm going to teach you Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Uh-huh. This is a different art form. I think in many ways, for the clients and for you, it's superior, but it's going to take time. So like when Kristen works on uh, a therapist, a therapist will come in, get a session with Kristen, completely freak out, go be like, oh my God, this is amazing. And then what Kristen is seeing now is like, oh, we're putting out video, but the therapist can't feel it. And once the people feel it, both the, the clients and the therapists want it. But there's only so many of me and Kristen to go around. Right. So I will be planning a trip to Austin. And so if I do that, I can do a one-on-one session with you. I think we talked a little bit about this on the phone. But how, how far out do you typically book those I'm not going to be like, hey, dude, well, coming in. So COVID, is, COVID has been kind of weird. One, I would want you to do it out far enough that it's easy for your schedule, whatever that mm-hmm. is. Preferably, if you're going to come for private training, preferably maybe a month. That, that'll make it a little bit easier just to make sure okay. we get a time slot that works for you. The, what, the reason I say COVID has been weird is like I don't see as many clients and I shoved even heavier teaching online. So mm-hmm. my schedule in a weird way, it's like, I'm busy, but I'm busy trying to figure out which buttons to press or like clerical. And, you know, I get multiple emails a day from people who they can't log into their account and they need some help or little yeah, things you're, like You're that. doing administrative. Yeah. Yeah. Busy so, work. so my, I'm still working pretty much the same number of hours, but it, it's like changed the nature of my work. Teaching the online classes is very different than teaching an in-person class for three days, you know, six hours a day. And so that's what it is. Six hours a day for three days. I'm so excited. I think the husband and I will drive down from Wilmington and do a little Airbnb for a few days. Question about the the sessions that you typically do and that you train people to do. It's a three-hour floor session. Yeah. Are, are there folks and do you personally, is there like a one-hour version and a two-hour version and a three-hour version? Or it's like so- if we're going to do that doing it for three hours yeah what, what i did was for my practice seeing clients not teaching mm-hmm. i was right. like it was kind of like robert you know what do you want to do and years ago this is 10 years ago probably i had a home studio for the first time it was a converted garage it had carpet up in round rock and the the amount of freedom it gave me was amazing like because when I worked for other people, they always, I don't know if you know this, Julie, but I got fired from a lot of jobs. I didn't know that. Congratulations. <laughs> Turn it up. Um, I was like a troublemaker and I didn't see the entrepreneur. I just like, man, people just get real angry at me for, yeah. I, I don't know, you know, having an independent thought, you know. So when I had my own studio, I was like, Robert, what do you really want to do? And I said, I want to do mat-based work, Thai massage, 
and I wanted to do like longer sessions, like two hours. So I went crazy, and here's what I did. My website had no table on it. It had no deep tissue on it. It had no m massage on it. It was mat-based Thai massage, two-hour session. That was what I did. That was it. And the thing was, I was working at the chiropractor's office. So this gave me just enough hours to survive while I built this. Right. And I stayed at this chiropractor's office probably for a long time, longer than I should have, about five years. Once I finally left, ooh, like once I left, that was, that was nerve-wracking, by the way. Because now, like, ooh, man, I, I got to pay the bills. Like, I, you know. You got to swim. Yeah, Sinking I, I, is not an option. I had a mortgage at this point. So I was like, yeah. oh, you better figure it out. I started to book out six weeks in advance. And I was like, whoop, hold on, hold on. You got <laughs> you, it took a little while. It might, it might have been six months living in my own home, having a studio, you know, after years of building where I left the chiropractor's office and I went, okay. Focus on teaching and just coast on the clients. Like you got to you got to juggle the finance to make it work. Like some people talk to me. I'm 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 the uh, admin of massage entrepreneurs, and they're kind of I don't know. They feel like they're less than because they deliver pizza to pay the bills. And I'm like, no, dude, that's complete to me. That's completely entrepreneurial to like get a job to pay the bills to assist mm -hmm. you building the, the dream that you have. So mm -hmm. I did two hour sessions and here's, here's what happened. I, I, I kept working at it and kept working at it. And I'm like, man, uh, sometimes if I wasn't watching the clock, I went over close to three hours and I was like, I think I can do, I think I can consistently do just a three hour session, even if it's relaxation. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of times it was, you know, clinical pain management. So like 90 solid minutes on that sciatica problem. And then another 90 minutes just smoothing you out. But what I did was I took two regular clients and I started, I didn't even tell them. I just gifted them an extra hour. Didn't charge them extra. And they, they started to notice, but after a couple of months, after six, eight sessions, I went, Hey, what do you think of the three hour? Don't worry about the fee. Don't worry about the, the, the money. And they're like, dude, the three hours is just amazing. It's amazing. And I was like, that's it. Because what, what we had then is it wasn't just it's mat based. You know, it's like you, you say it's mat based to a client. That doesn't really mean anything. What I would say is they're like, what do you do? And I, they're like, you're a massage therapist. And I go, eh. And they're kind of like, huh? And I'm like, well, and in my case, I would say I'm an educator. And my real bread and butter is I do three-hour sessions for pain management and mobility. Yeah, what? What? Like, dude, three hours? I'm like, yeah, it's it's roto-rooter, like, manual therapy for soft tissue. S language mm -hmm. kind of like that. And they mm -hmm. just go, wow. Like, do you have, like, a card or something? You know? And then... <laughs> Because what I was trying to do as much as possible is I was trying to separate myself from massage yeah, as a commodity. Like I was mm -hmm. really trying to brand what I do, but you can't brand it from what's beneficial to me. You have to brand it from what's beneficial to them. So I would, you know, in, at a party, change the conversation and go, well, hey, listen, do you have any pain? Yeah. And they go, yeah, I got this thing in my, my shoulder. And I'm like, where? And this is just at a party. I'm drinking a beer. Yeah. And they're like, sure. I, I got this thing. And I'm like, oh, okay, listen, can I, can I press on your neck for just a second? <clears throat> and they, they point over here and I'm like, yeah, I think your, your anterior scalene. And I just take my fingers and just gent just enough to get that referred pain. And they'd go, uh -huh. oh my God, how did you know that? Are you psychotic? Yeah. I mean, psychic. And, yeah. and that was the thing. It was like proof of, of concept. Mm -hmm. Then it was like easier to say, you know, I did something different. What it was, was from a marketing standpoint, let's say you've got a thousand websites for massage in Austin. Mm -hmm. And let's say somebody went through 800 of them and they went, what the hell is this? What three hours? What the hell kind of massage is three hours long? Dude, $240? 
oh my and then then what the real clincher was they see the the scheduler and there was nothing available for two weeks just always a sign but like yeah. if you're busy it means you're good right like yeah, absolutely. so <clears throat> that was the transition and we had this conversation recently with Kristen, which i thought was hilarious because it's just like as a teacher i'm just a little further down the path that's all like i tend yeah. to interact with students like their colleagues and sometimes they're a little i don't know i think they're a little taken aback because they're used to this like top-down model mm-hmm. and i'm like yeah. yo julie do you like tequila yeah cool then after class we'll just take a couple shots of tequila and hang out and they're like is that you know is that professional that professional <laughs> you know so Kristen got to the point you where... can call me sir when you thank me for the <laughs> Kristen got to the point in her practice where they were coming in for these two hours and she was having good results and then she wanted to go deeper she's like well she I don't know how to explain this like you remember I said you repeat yourself as a teacher yeah 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 I know I had said this to her a hundred times, but she wasn't ready to process the information. Yeah. And I said, Kristen, give him a free hour. And she's like, oh, that's genius. She sent out. But they don't lose. They don't lose anything. You get the experience to find out if that's. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, if you want to do, if, if, you, <laughs> if you're comfortable, if you know you can pull off the three hour and that's what you mm-hmm. want to do, you got to figure out how to get them to transition. Mm-hmm. And I said, give, give them a free hour. She did it. She sent an email and she, she, she texted me that night and she's like, Oh my God, I need $1,400. And I'm like, it's pretty nice, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> because every, all everybody hears is I get a free hour of massage. So what's happened is she's repeated that pattern and transitioned. It's not for every client. What I sure. did was I, I felt like my practice in some ways was a backlash to insurance billing and the 30 minutes I was given at the chiropractor's office. Mm -hmm. I was like, the session that the client needs is three hours long. Mm -hmm. The kind of work I want to do and the pace and structure and intimacy and connection I wanted with the clients was three hours long. So I had to figure out how to use Honey to create that. And once I did, now again, like 800 people, Eh, you might only get 10 or so people that are interested, but if those people like it and five of those people become regular clients, that's how I made my money. It wasn't by trying to appeal to all 800 Google searches. Right. Right. In terms of how much work, like if right now I try and keep myself at about five hours of hands-on time a day with this body work, is two sessions reasonable in a day at three hours? Yeah. So some people occasionally they'll go, would you do three? And I'm like, Ooh, nine hours. I'm like, honestly, I've, I've done the math. Are you ready? Yeah. One, what do you charge for an hour right now? 85. 85. Okay. You charge more per hour than I do. No, but do it. Get it. <laughs> Get your money. Cost of living. The cost of living here sucks. <laughs> oh, okay. So I don't know Wilmington very well. Is Wilmington yeah, a pretty yeah. large city? It's no, it's a big town, small okay. city, but it's coastal. So it's, and we've got a big university here. And so you've got the college kids that are here and then the tourists show up and, and there's, and there are tons of us. Yeah. The, the, the market's pretty, pretty so saturated. I, I charge 80 an hour. Uh-huh. So that's 240 a session. Right. You do two sessions a day, six hours, kind of like one before lunch, one after lunch. Yeah. Six hours hands on. I think that's as, as I mean, I could do more if I wanted to, but one, having a three hour session made me stand out in a crowded marketplace. Mm-hmm. Focusing on pain management and mobility made me stand out in a crowded marketplace. I drew the, the number of people who wanted exactly, I always do this backwards. I can't figure out the camera. It like flips me around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, to, to bring them in, to find those diehards, the one that really, really wanted what I did, the three hours stood out. When you take what I'm charging right now, okay, you're going to do two sessions a day, four days a week in private practice. You're going to have a three-day weekend every weekend, four, four days a week, two clients a day. That's a hundred thousand dollars a year. Wow. And if you had like some paltry number, so 
you're only going to see eight clients, two, 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 two each week, eight clients each right. week. If you had 16, you ready? If you had 16, is it right? Eight? Yeah. So like two, four. Yeah. If you had 16 regular clients who saw you every two weeks, you have no more room for new clients. Wow. So right now I'm working five, sometimes a lot of times six days a week, averaging three and a half to five and a half hours hands on. And I'm, and I'm doing okay. I just, I like the idea of only working four days a week and not always doing laundry and not always. So there's yeah. an interesting thing. And I, I'll look at this with me for a second. Yeah. I would have these debates. This is in the vault, by the way. And I would talk about what I did. And I, we, this is still something I, I like. I struggle with, I'm challenged with. So is what I do elite or is it for everybody? Is it elite or is it for everybody? I think it's for everybody. So this is, this is what's interesting. And I, I spent, man, I spent a lot of time looking at this. Do you know, have you seen the film Jiro Dreams of Sushi? No. So Jiro Ono, it's a crazy film. Do you like sushi? I love sushi. Okay. So one, you're going to want to eat before you watch the film. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but Jiro Dreams of Sushi is about a sushi chef in Japan, in uh, Tokyo, I believe, named Jiro Ono. And when Jiro was like 24 years old, he decided to dedicate his life to mastering Edo-style sushi, which is mm -hmm. to say sashimi. Mm -hmm. No... I mean, like, no expense, no time constraints, nothing is spared to... He is like the Zen meditator samurai of sushi. Of sushi. I mean, this stuff, uh, it's just, it's absurd, right? And then you realize when he, when he really got fame and success, they were booked out for like a year, two years. Because there's wow. only so many seats in the restaurant. Mm-hmm. It's elite. It's elite. <laughs> it's, it's considered one of the highest priced meals for the amount of time that you're in his, his place, right? Because mm -hmm. it's just little individual pieces of sashimi that he serves to you. And I was like, that's elite. But he's not worried about competition. Nobody would care to do what he's done. It's too much work. Mm -hmm. But then I was like, oh, this is it. And this was the thing. I realized that it wasn't about, in my case... Like I'm, I can only see so many clients. My from a client status, I'm doing three hour sessions. There's only so many available. There's only so many hours in a day. My sessions are elite, but my teaching and education. It's for everybody. And here's what I realized: Jiro Ono could make more money setting up cameras all over his restaurant. Right. And teaching people with his chefs, with his sous chef, with him every day. If he taught me some Japanese, showed me how they mop the floor, right. showed me how the rice. No, no, this is the rice purveyor. He lives in this prefecture. He gets the rice. It is of a specific strain. And here's the thing. If I paid $7 a month, which is what my subscription is, he creates another revenue stream out of the exact same thing. He's not selling sushi. He's selling information about sushi, mm -hmm. connection about sushi. And I, I would pay, by the way, if you're out there, Jiro. No. J-I-R-O. Jiro Ono. It's Jiro, J-I-R-O. It, last time I checked, it was still on Netflix. Jiro okay. Dreams of Sushi. It's an amazing documentary. So I will check it out. what I figured out was inadvertently, I didn't plan on this, by the way. I just wanted to do something I felt was better for pain management. The longer sessions allowed me to have a deeper connection with the client. I was getting better clinical outcomes doing that. But then it was like, okay, so the clients are, I can film and photo document everything. I was really running both at the same time. And that's, I think, a, been a little bit of the confusion because if it's elite, you're supposed to charge way more than everybody else. And I go... Where are the Spartans? Right. I need 300 of them. 
and we'll we'll demolish an empire. The right. Persian Empire ain't going to be able to stand up to this. It's too good. So I was doing both. It meant that, like, for you, for instance, if I remember correctly, I posted in the group and said, hey, does anybody want to, like, talk with me? And you, you posted, mm-hmm. right? This is free. It's a free console. Mm-hmm. Some people are like, oh, you know, like, I should charge you, you know, for this. And I go, yeah, I mean, eventually, when my time, when I'm too busy, but for now, I'm still looking. Remember, I don't need all the clients. I just need these. Yeah. Ah, I don't need all the students. Ah, and that's what the video is. The students who get it and see it and want to emulate it and want to work with me are the ones that I'm, I'm trying to build up. So and in cool. my model, I think what it was was from a client perspective, it is elite. There's only so many sessions. It, yeah. it starts to be like... <sighs> A therapist would take a class of mine. It was $400. And they'd say, oh, you know, my class was kind of expensive. And I was like, what? I'm like, I made that yesterday. And then I had to step back and go, Robert, they work at Massage Envy. They're making $22.50 an hour. All they do is see how many massages did they have to do to pay for that $400 class. Mm -hmm. And then I went, well, wait a second. Why don't I sell them the same information? Just record everything. That gave me this weird model where the sessions are still elite, but guess what? Come on, let's go. Come on, let's go. Come on, let's go. Come on, let's go. That is the thing I think that's also confusing to people from the outside I would prefer for you as a therapist, in a sense, to create an elite practice. You're only going to be able to work with so many people. And I know that you have clients who, eh, they're okay. I don't want you to have those clients. I want you to have clients that you're literally like, yes! Frank is on my schedule tomorrow. Frank is awesome. I love Frank. Everything about Frank is great. Love working with Frank. Frank is professional. He tips me well, Frank, yeah. Frank, and I want you to have a hundred Franks, <laughs> like clients you're excited about. I actually want you to whittle away at the clients you don't care for. Right, that, that you dread when you see them pop up on the schedule and you're just doing it to get the money at the end of the session. Yeah. Okay, how about the, the bands, the suspension stuff? Is that necessary? No. No, it's so just for stability. Yeah, let me let me talk about that for a second. So Kristen wrote me earlier because <clears throat> she's been doing some Facebook lives inside the private group, and then yeah, been uh, hers is set up. We did that six months ago, something uh-huh. like that, maybe, maybe. It was an interesting process for me to start teaching it to a student, and like let Kristen and Andrea process what was going on, and because they were in person with me, you know, I just start them on a the table. They do some stuff on a mat, and then we, we built them up to suspension. So suspension does add 20% new options. You got double-footed compressions, and then mainly it's not being able to deliver more pressure. It's to be able to use suspension to take pressure off. Right. So it's like once you can really feel, oh, man, it's like uh, somebody's a sideline. I put one foot at the top of their adductors on, like, gracilis and adductor magnus, and I put uh-huh. another foot down on their calf, okay. right on their gastrox and soleus. And then I start taking my feet and going, listen, on your, on your, on your adductors right here, do you like when I slide up towards the pelvis mm-hmm. or down mm-hmm. towards the knee? And they're like, oh. Okay, on this, on this calf, do you mean to slide a little bit forward or a little bit, oh. So being in suspension, you've got the freedom of, of giving up a little bit here and shifting it to there. Because I can't, I can't normally, if I don't have a support structure, I can't use my feet that way. Right. Yeah. So 20% more tools. And I'll, I'll give you a, a quick thing in my, my brain. I okay. can still just stand on clients without it. Mm-hmm. But you got to balance. So you don't have quite as much control. Mm-hmm. The thing about suspension that is, man, it's, it's complex. But the students, the reason students write Kristen and go, well, no, what are those bands? Like, how, what is that, how is that suspension made or whatever? I'm getting ready to release the suspension course. The students are in no way prepared. Right. They're not ready. <laughs> they don't even know. Like, if you don't have a mat-based practice, 
and you don't know how to feel with your legs and feet, and you're not making video, and you don't know how to sell it and package it, you're not really ready. <laughs> like, basically, what I tell them is, everybody wants a lightsaber. Nobody <laughs> wants to study fencing. Because <laughs> I just want to cut a car in half. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, bro. <laughs> slow, slow down a little bit. So... Here's another thing that happens. I think suspension, and I suspect the reason why students focus on it, is because it's very flashy. They've never seen it. Ooh, like, you know, this is the the holy grail or whatever. I can deliver a lot of that same pressure, and here's how I do it. Remember I talked about being on the adductors? Yes. I sit on clients. Yes. Now... What's the problem with that in the Western marketplace? Sitting on somebody's lap is risky. (laughs) So I go, okay, so now we can use suspension. Yes. We can use basically the same thing. But now, so on the one hand, look at it from a client perspective. Does the client want it? Suspension. I mean, does the suspension almost make it? Here's why I'm real biased, okay? I'm going to tell you a quick story. I was in a class. This is in my old studio. And uh, there were two young ladies who were working with each other. One came down from Colorado. I think the other one was some here, from, here, some here, from somewhere in Texas. Uh-huh. And the, the, the younger of the two who was from Texas was laying down being worked on by the other lady. And she said, let me have another drink of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> She said, what's the difference between what you teach and ashiatsu? And I said, what I teach is biomechanically superior. <laughs> and she just went, oh, come on. Like, because it's completely arrogant, right? Yeah. But the thing is, mm-mm, this is not boxing. This is Brazilian jiu-jitsu. In right. the Western marketplace right now, ashiatsu wins. And here's why. It's still massage. Mm-hmm. It's the same massage. It's on a table. You normally, not always, but you normally use effleurage, cream and glide, nudity. You're just right. using bigger, broader structures to do it. I'm a big fan of students having more tools. I don't like fight students who say they want to do ashiatsu. What I see is the students who want to do ashiatsu still want to do massage. And I go, what if we could deliver a superior service for pain management and mobility? Without the massage. What if we could create a new massage culture that was more effective for the clients and empowered women that desexualized the service we deliver? Mm-hmm. What, if, what if we could film and photo document everything we do so you can market your practice to your ideal clients? Essentially what it is is Ashiatsu, in my opinion, and, and if, if you want to write me and argue with me about this, I guess it's okay. But Ashiatsu takes massage and effleurage and puts it on steroids. Suspension takes Thai massage, puts it on steroids. Love it. That, that's basically what it is. Now, the other difference is the bars are very stable, so you can slide. Yes. My suspension moves. Yeah. And that's what the big difference is. I also, like, I've had people, I'm not lying, it's been years, by the way. I've got people who are like, dude, when are you going to release it? Like, you've been you've been sitting on this forever. And I'm like, intro tie, table tie, phase one, phase two, materials, structure, curriculum, now. <laughs> and probably what I'm going to do when I do cell suspension is I'm actually going to, and initially especially, I'm going to have students apply. And I'm going to hand select students Mm -hmm. to work with. Because I have to deal with the trademark, I have to deal with branding, I have to deal with all this other stuff. And fundamentally, they want the crazy toy, but once I say, yeah, you got to build your own. Oh, there's no, I'm like, no, I didn't go to China and have a unit fabricated (laughs) So that you can just buy it and, and like, no, like this is a whole lot of work. You have yeah. no clue, not just the setup and installation, which I mean, how do I feel 
one, I get flack already because I teach online. Now, what do people think about me teaching online and then teaching stuff with like double-footed compressions where therapists stand on people? Online. Right. Okay, so what is my, what's my next step? Is my next step to do your table course? What do you want to do in your practice well, right now? Table base. I, I want to, I want to start incorporating table tie moves. So real quick, yeah. so table tie, you're already in the vault. Watch some of the table right. tie videos okay. at your, at your leisure. You, you said you bought a mat, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I did. And then have you done any mat work? Have you practiced? Have you worked on people? No, I haven't. I haven't. Take two or three of your best clients. Uh-huh. Just, just gift them an hour. So okay, you can that's play, exactly what I was thinking. So you can play on a mat and just see what it's like. If uh-huh. you feel comfortable enough, take your phone out, put it on tripod. Uh-huh. And press Facebook Live or just record it in some right. form. Get feedback from them. Real honest feedback. Tell them, man, I don't know what I'm doing. Okay, my, that's exactly where my brain was at. You know, my Wednesday days off. I was going to see if I could do just that. Find, find, call through my list and find a couple of really good candidates and just say, let me go to yeah. town. The other on piece me. for me, we have we just started the intro tie class on mm-hmm. Mondays, five to seven p.m. CST. Is there any way you can participate in that class? I've got to look at the schedule and see. You so said five to seven p.m. How many but, days a week? But it's CST. CST. It's so, on Mondays, and we'll have two more Mondays in a row, and then take a day off, and then each month it's like Mondays for like three weeks in a row, and then we take a day off. Okay, and it's already started, or it's going to start. It, it started, but when you sign up for the class, you get access to the videos after the fact. Okay, so, so like if you miss one, it's not like a huge deal. Yeah. Okay, and not that I do anything for credits, but is it for credits or no? Yeah. Okay. That was going to lead me to another question. Oh, so table tie, the table tie course is not a prerequisite to doing the mat, the the intro to tie. I purposefully didn't make it a prerequisite because I understand some therapists are going to have different starting points. Yeah. And and here's what I really think. If you really understand the mat work, you can do it on a table. But for some so- therapists, they're on a table, they work at a massage envy. They're like, man, I, I can't really do this mat stuff. And I go, great. Then your starting point is table tie. Okay. It's the vault subscription. Get the workbook and DVD. If you want, buy the, the master class where we go through the live stream, show multiple camera angles and some anatomy on screen. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. My room is, you know, I've got a table in here. And so my thought was. I'll start out once a week, just moving the table out, putting it in my break room, bringing the mat in and and start to dip my toes in. So if I wanted to join up starting with next Monday's class, what's, what's the price tag on this? Can you tell me that uh, in this? It's two ninety seven, but there's also a payment plan. If you want to make a one monthly payment of like, it was like 98, 99 or okay. something. There's a three month payment plan. And what will happen is if you pay either one, you buy it at once or the three month, I'm right. going to send you the workbook and DVD to go with class. Okay. Then that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go home and get on the computer and get that done. Five to seven Mondays, five, to 7 PM central time. Okay. So it'll be six to eight your time, I think. Right. Yeah. Okay. So the students, remember even, even the discussion about Ashiatsu, fundamentally, I'm just giving the students more options. That's mm-hmm. all. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to make students. Pulling, right do what I think they should do. Right. Some students are going to very much just be in a position where they want to do massage. They don't want to go that far. And I go, great. So start over here and let's, okay, that's cool. That's as far as you want to go. Great. You got great table tie skills. You're using more mobility. You're saving your hands. My work as an educator here is done. However, I, I want the Spartans. Yeah. I want the people who are like, no, 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 no. We will go down in history as the baddest people who ever put hands on people. That's yeah. what I want. Hands and feet. I'm going to have to change my name to Feet in the Sands. My last <laughs> question, hands and feet. My last question was about... It has left me. Yeah, I lost it. I lost it. Yeah, I'll come back if it's important. 
Okay. So, yeah, um, you know, it takes a couple of the clients, give them like a little complimentary hour. If you find that it works really well, what I might do to kind of take your clients from where they are to where you want them to be is do more of the table tie. The client comes in. Do you know what, what's the normal session length you do at this point? 90 is 90. about. Okay. Yeah. That's so here's what you're going to do. You're going to give them 30 free minutes. Mm-hmm. You're going to run a special. You run it through your MLS, run it through your social media. Listen, this week only, if you come in and you buy 90. a 90 minute, I'm going to give you a two hour. I'm going to give you, all they hear is 30 minutes of free massage. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And when they come in, you go, John, listen, take off your shoes, lay down on the table just like you are. The 30 minutes mm-hmm. is the, the first part. Uh-huh. And you go, and John, like do you want to keep doing what we're doing or do you want the, the deep tissue? Because when he goes, no, this is really good. You just created a two-hour table tie massage client. Then you go, John, listen, I know that I offered you this, the the two-hour for the price of the 90-minute. But do you sell packages? I don't. Okay. So just for this, just you'll have to keep do some record keeping. Right. You go, John, listen, if you buy a four-pack, I'll sell it to you for the same fee. You're buying four 90 minutes, but I'm giving you two hours each session. Just for you, John. Yeah. And table time massage, table time massage, table time massage. Once you've gotten him to that point and you feel comfortable and you've had a little more practice on a mat, then see how many you can get to transition. What Kristen found was she had a little bit more of a challenge in that transition process. Andrea worked on athletes. Her work is very similar because she was working on very specific mobility and pain issues in mm-hmm. these very hardcore athletes. So it was like I, I saw eye to eye with, with her practice initially. And I was like, Andrea, did you have any? She's like, nope, I didn't have any problems. They do whatever I tell them to do. And once I did it, they were just like, oh, my God, this is amazing. So the process for Andrea was a little different. For Kristen, it took a little time to like, she kind of, she was nervous. She was apprehensive. She had a client come in recently. I made a little video with her after. Uh, she had a client come in. The the client was nervous. They had never had this map thing. You know, Kristen didn't know if they would like it. And I'm like, what happened? She's like, she loved it. She was, <laughs> she got the two hour for the 90 minute fee. She loved it. She was raving. And then she said she bought another four or five pack. I can't remember which. And I was like, well, how much was it? And she was like, the package was $800, but she wrote me a check for a thousand. And oh, I went, shit. one client wrote you a check for a thousand dollars and she's like yes and i was like feels pretty good doesn't it i was like feels pretty good doesn't it and she's like oh yeah and i'm like that is the client because she didn't want to lose that client she was afraid yeah she liked that client but the client had already been acclimated to the table practice so it just took a little practice i'm not opposed to especially when you're learning to giving away some work in exchange for filming it so that i can like improve and build the direction I'm going to go in. I, I want to go that I want the clients to go in. But I also realized that a lot of the clients have just never had a session like this. So it can be a little weird to them. Yeah. And you just have to be there to, to answer their questions or assuage their fears or whatever. Yeah. Cool. All right. Did I bring up some good topics? I, I hope awesome. that this was yeah. Time well spent so, for your listeners. Yeah, what, what I realize is every time as an educator, and it's also the reason why I film everything or a lot of things, mm-hmm. is because when you have a question, the students have the same question. Yeah. And when I get that question 10 times, I go, oh, let's make a specific video. Let's answer their question. And then I can still answer it verbally. Like when you texted me and I called and you're like, oh my God, he doesn't have an assistant. And I'm like, no, I still rely on the the connection with people to work with them. But at the same time, like Jiro, right? It might, I might massage the octopus for 40 minutes. Just the texture is perfect. Right. Right. (laughs) But if I explain how to do it again and again and again and again, people go, ah, they get like an idea. So for me, being able to do these and video gives like, in other words, when I do this, I don't feel like, man, I'm just wasting my time. I'm not making any money. 
I'm like, no, I'm building a connection with a colleague that likely will turn into sales and then also fosters the building of like this because it's not me. Me is a is weird, but a group of students doing it and doing it successfully and more video goes out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. creates a movement. And that is why I'm using the video to try to create early adopters. For me, I feel like I get more out of it. You know, like people go, man, we've been talking for an hour and a half. I'm like, oh, you slacker. Come on. You can't do three hours. There's plenty more to discuss. (laughs) (laughs) So it actually helps me to get those questions because people have those same issues. Good. Good. Well, it's been time well spent for me. I really appreciate you taking the time and talking to me. I'm going to go home, get myself set up. I'll be joining you guys on Monday. Okay. And now, are these the sessions where you tell people to have, have a body in the room with them? Preferably, yes. And I, I, let's, okay. let's talk about that for just a second. Yeah. One, can you find another therapist to work with? I think I can. Okay. So I'm going to give you the link. You can okay. po- you can post the link in your local massage group something. Right. And just tell anybody somebody, hey, interested. Right. Hey, do you want to take the class for free? And they go okay. what? And I go C E party. Right. Like, right. If you guys have mimosas and you know I would never encourage it, but if you're having mimosas, mimosas and a charcuterie plate or whatever y'all do in <laughs> Wilmington, like it doesn't right. matter to me if ten people are there. Okay. If they want CE credit, they need to pay. But what I need sure. to do is like let's say it's with your uh, you're married, you have a husband. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So let's, let's say I get him to come. Yeah. Let's say you wanted to trade with him. Totally fine. Okay. I think it'll work better if you have a licensed therapist because they're going to have more background to be able to give sure. and receive, you know, feedback. But anybody can work with you. The way the live streams are structured, I think that the subscription service is like you just watch what you want to watch when you want to watch it. Mm-hmm. But the live streams are different in the sense that I'm really getting you to work with me live. You're throwing the feed up onto a big screen TV. Right. And eventually you have six people in your living room all working on each other. Yeah. Taking turns for an hour. Hour give, hour receive. We break it down into little pieces. That seems to work inordinately well. So that's what the basics are. Okay. Fantastic. I'm excited. And I'm so glad I got the TV working, so I'll be ready to go on Monday. And thanks. When I'm done with Peace. this, I'll uh, send you the link, by the way. Okay. All right. Thanks, Robert. Thank you. If you ever need anything in the future, feel free to reach out. Okay. I'll see you in Austin before long. Cool. Thank you. Have a great day. Thanks, man.